This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling Good morning, Tallahassee. Are you covered up and all that little rain that we're having today? Well, you're listening to Wave 94, 94.1 Escape to Heaven. Servant Marcia from Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ. As I think about escaping, I think about how do you do it and how do you escape and everybody else don't know that you ran away? And do you want to run away where everyone sees you or do you want to kind of do it where no one notices it? And so as I looked into that, something said, what about living in the mystery? Wow, that's different. How do we live in the mystery, wide awoke, very alert, and even being the light of the world, you can live in the mystery. So I said, well, let me go to the Lord. And here's where God sent me Ephesians, the third chapter. Well, actually, the first chapter, starting with verse number three. So why don't we get into it? Escape right now. Here we go. <clears throat> Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every, not not some, every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Now, I really actually believe that that's true. And that's that's the first step that we have to believe that God has actually done this because he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before God himself in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons and daughters by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. So you and I being called out of the worldly way of lifestyle was not a a wise decision on our part. It was actually the will of the Father. And He planned all of this. He structured your life so that executing your own free will, you would agree with God's will for your life. Amen. And so He's predestined you and I to be adopted as His own children. But we're adopted by Christ Jesus to himself, according to the good pleasure, again, of God's will, to the praise of the glory of God's grace, amen, by which God made us (laughs) accepted into an elect group, and that group is called the beloved. So how do you escape to heaven while we're here on earth going through life just like everyone else. Well, you have to understand that there's a mystery. 
And the mystery is that, first of all, God had a plan and his will, his original intent was that mankind, Adam and Eve, would rule, reign and have dominion over all he created, as stated in Genesis 1, verses 26 through 28. And then he blessed us. And then he said, multiply, take dominion. So that that's how it all started. And then he did it again with Noah. He added, replenish the earth. And naturally, every person breathing today, we are a direct descendant of Noah and his three sons. So in Christ, in Jesus, we have redemption through Jesus' blood. I really want that to sink in. I had a horrible dream last night and I was, I mean, I was fighting spiritually, uh, beings and, and I'm calling on Jesus and I'm look like I'm using a sword or something and I'm, I'm calling Holy Ghost fire. And, and the point is very simple. We have been redeemed through Jesus' blood. So no weapon formed against you and I shall prosper. Our sins have been forgiven. Amen. According to the riches of God's grace, which he made to abound towards you and I in all wisdom and prudence. So going back to that dream in the middle of it, just as it looked like I might lose or something, the, the, um, the heavens opened and the two beings looked up and in a, in a flash, they were gone. So it's like, wow, we're living in a time. That's why I'm kind of going back and forth with this this morning, because we're living in a time where the word of God is, is true. We're seeing the harbingers uh, that, um, the end of days are coming. We're seeing that. We're even seeing Joel second chapter where the Lord said that he will pour out of his spirit upon all flesh and dreams and visions. And we're seeing all of that. We're seeing parts of Daniel and Revelation come to life right in front of our eyes. Well, fine. I want you to have faith that guess what? You belong to an elect group called the beloved and that God has made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, God's good pleasure, which he purposed in himself that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times. And that's, that's where we're rushing to head headlong. We're moving towards a, a moment in time and that moment in time was called the fullness of the times. God might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. So in Jesus, we also have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of God who works all things according to his counsel of his will. Now, those are a lot of words, but they mean everything. That means the fact that you even think about the creator or the savior or Jesus or the word, or you even think about moving from evil, going towards good. All of this is God's will that he purposed 
for your life. Amen. That we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory in him. You also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. So once that word of truth entered into your spirit ears, <laughs> amen, okay, where you finally believe, because you can hear the word of God repetitively and don't believe it and dismiss it and think it's foolishness many, many times. But there hopefully will come a moment in your life that we all know happened to those of us that have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We know for a fact that something happened in our life. And in that moment, we were able to actually receive the word of God, the gospel, the word of truth. And so once we heard it and then we believed it, we were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And the Holy Spirit, it signifies, is a guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. When I read that, here's what that translates in my mind. This is what I get. And I hope you get this too or something even better. But what I get is that when we've been sealed by the Holy Spirit, it lets us know that we have so much more. That God, uh, that's just an indication. That's like a deposit of a, a picture that you and I don't have the capacity to fully imagine. And that is an indication of the goodness of God towards you and I, that he dareth to pull us out of the misery, the horrible life that we were living, <clears throat> the lack of everything good that we were living and pulled us over into the kingdom of his dear son. Let's go to the 17th verse of first chapter Ephesians, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory, because <clears throat> that, because the question is we we've kind of, we, we're figuring out this mystery that we can live in while we're here on earth. And by living in that mystery, we're actually in a continual state of being heavenly bounded, heavenly living. Okay. So the 17th verse says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. So you and I cannot step into the mystery if we do not receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of God and the knowledge of Jesus Christ, right? The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. I would say God's calling. What are the riches of the glory of God's inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he demonstrated and worked in Christ. And how did he do that? When he raised, when God raised Jesus from the dead. And then he didn't stop there because Lazarus was raised from the dead the little girl was raised from the dead, the only son of the woman 
with the uh, funeral procession when Jesus said, rise, was raised from the dead. But God did much more. See, he allowed Christ, he allowed Jesus to die. Jesus went into the deeper parts of earth, into hell, and he obtained possession of even hell and death. Why? Because he took the keys of hell and death. He belittled the principalities and the princes and those that had dominion over that territory. He stripped them of their power and their authority and, and made them, they submitted unto Jesus Christ. All of that occurred and it didn't stop there because after those three days, the Lord raised him, seated Jesus at his right hand in heavenly places, and, and then far, far above all principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which to come, meaning even in the future, they create more idols. They, you know, one thing about those fallen angels that pretend to be gods, they change their names. One minute they'll be Baal or B-A-A-L, and then the next one they can be Moloch or Ashtura or Venus or all kinds of names. They change constantly, not constantly, but when it's, Needful for them, but it doesn't matter because what's important is that you have the name. You say the name, you call upon the name that's above all other names. And matter of fact, it's the only name that salvation can come through the name of Jesus because of what God did right here. He raised him from the dead. That shows you God's great power. Then he set Jesus right next to himself. And then far above all principality and power and might and dominion. So as I was fighting those things in my dream or whatever it was this morning early, and I be, and I called on the name of Jesus. They didn't want me to say Jesus, but I did. Okay. And like I said, the thing opened. They looked up. I don't know when I called Jesus if all the angels came or whatever, but I know what they, they got up out of there. They disappeared. So the power of God is in the name of Jesus. And God put all things under Jesus' feet and gave him to be head over all things in the church, which is Christ's body the fullness of him who fills all in all. It is Jesus who has made you and I alive, us who were dead in our trespasses and our sins. We used to walk. I don't know about you, but I was very disobedient. And I walked in that same uh, lifestyle, according to the God of this world, the prince of the power of the air. And that's the spirit that we now see prevailing everywhere you look. And that is that 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 spirit works in the children of disobedience. But guess what? You and I, we were once like that. How do we escape to heaven? 
We can't live how we used to live. We have to live differently. Um, Ephesians, the fourth chapter, verse number one says, you got to be a prisoner. Whoa. <laughs> I thought we were in captivity when we were in sin. Yes. But that taskmaster, he only has death for, for anyone that serves him. Uh, I was looking at something the other day where Jay-Z was telling all the people in the concert to raise their hands up. And without knowing, they were raising their hands up, glorifying the God of this world. They were praising. They were worshiping the God of this world, not, not really knowing it, most of them. So if you're going to be a prisoner, no matter how it goes down, what about being a prisoner of the creator of heaven and earth, a prisoner of the Lord, who then I'm beseeching you, as Paul did, to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. And you are to be lowly, gentle, long-suffering, bearing with one another in love. Oh, God, I've had to learn all of this, and so will you, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. This weekend, I, I ended up at a party, and I don't go to parties often. So, especially when you're Holy Ghost filled, shouting, speaking in tongues, how do you be at a party with people that are not fully delivered and walk in peace and unity? Wow. You can only do that with Holy Spirit leading you. And I experienced that. So, you can do it. I did it. And, and, um, you're endeavoring to keep the unity of the peace and the bond, the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. There's one body, one spirit. Uh, you and I were called and one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all who is above all through all. And in us all. So to each of us, the grace has been given according to the measure of Christ's gift. So let's back it up, roll it back and make sure we understand what I just said. So what I just said is that in order to escape to heaven, you want to live in the mystery of God, because in the mystery is God's will. And then there's your agreement also by your free will. You agree with God's will for your life. Amen. And so therefore you are, you become a prisoner of the Lord. That means that you don't try to break free of God's will and do your thing. No, you stay submitted unto God. And then the fact that God himself has manifested his power by Jesus dying, God raising him from the dead, raising him up to sit right beside him in heavenly places far above all principalities, power, might, and dominion. That means there's not a fallen angel. There's no idol God. There's nothing. There's nothing greater than the name of Jesus. So the Lord has shown his great power and that same power, he extends it towards us because why we live in Christ 
in Christ is our hope. And and in Christ is where we are hidden. And that that's how you escape to heaven by living in the mystery. And so if we go to um, Ephesians 4 chapter again, starting at the 17th verse, it says, um, so we are, we should no longer walk like the Gentiles walk in futility because why their understanding is dark and they're alienated from the life of God because they're ignorant. There's blindness in their heart. Not You're not to be like that. Instead, you're to put off your old way of life and instead be renewed in the spirit of your mind. You put on the new man, which was creating according to God and true righteousness and holiness. So we put away lying and being angry and, and uh, we don't let the sun go down on our wrath. You know, if you're angry, resolve that. Amen. We don't give place to the devil. If you stole, you steal no more. You, you labor and earn money. You let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but try to say words that are edifying. And you definitely do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because <laughs> he's the one that's sealing you until the day of redemption. So you don't want to grieve the heart of God by your way of living. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking that be put away from you. That's how you live in the mystery of God. Um, you are to imitate God, right? Walk in love like Christ did. Jesus did. Because why? He loved us. He didn't have to die. Like he said, no man take my life. I lay it down. So he gave himself for us. He presented himself as an offering, a sacrifice to God, sweet smelling aroma. So you got to lay your life down, the wicked life, the life that you're naturally want to do that you have to lay down. So we got to lay down. We can't do fornication. Can't just have sex with anyone. You have to do that within the scope of marriage, in the confines of marriage and all uncleanness and covetousness. Uh, that that should never happen. Filthiness, you should be clean. <laughs> and foolish talking, coarse jesting, we can't do that. Rather, we should give thanks for all the goodness of God. So this I want you to know. No fornicator, unclean person, covetous man who is an idolater. That means you worship idols, money, uh, your body, and the fallen angels, all that are here, have been here. These things you cannot do. Witchcraft, none of that. Because why? You would not have an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ, nor of God. Okay, Christ and God. You will not have an inheritance there. So you cannot pretend to be godly. You just simply must be godly. Amen. Um, and don't let anyone deceive you because... We were once in the darkness, okay? We were, but we're not anymore. So we're children of the light. And as uh, Ephesians 5th chapter, verse number 9 says, the fruit of the Spirit should be manifested in our lifestyle. There should be goodness, righteousness, and truth. And, and that way, we're doing what is acceptable, amen, to God. We don't have fellowship with uh, wickedness. Uh, you should not be a part of a deal where somebody's going to 
lose something and not lose it correctly. No, we have to awake. We have to rise up from slumber. We can't be a foolish virgin. We must be a wise virgin. We got to, you know, during the day, that means while there's opportunity to uh, tell people about Jesus and be obedient to the great commission that Christ gave us. Um, yeah, I think that's in Mark. I always like to turn to that. I think it's Mark 16 chapter. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Verse number 15. Here's what Jesus said before he left. Go into all the world, preach the gospel, tell people that they can be saved and they can be reconciled back to, to the father. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. That's our assignment is to go out. And that's what it means when it says, you know, redeem the day. And these signs will follow those who believe God. Amen. The, the basic believer just got became a believer today in Jesus name. They will cast out demons. So believers and then as a new believer can cast out devils. Okay. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. If they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Jesus gave that kind of power and authority to believers, all believers. And this is what we should be doing. Don't be unwise. Understand what the will of the Lord is. I mean, when we speak to one another, speaking psalms and hymns and, you know, all this is saying is encourage each other and submit to God, submit to each other while we are serving God. You know, the walk that we're talking about is so akin to being married because in Ephesians, the fifth chapter, I believe it is, it talks about verse 25. It says, um, that Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of blood by the word. Why? Because he wants to present the church to himself, a church that does not have a spot or wrinkle, that she might be holy and without blemish. Okay. So we are members. Once we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are members of his body, his flesh, his bones. We, the two shall become one. That's the mystery that Christ becomes one with you and I. You want to escape to heaven, then choose to live in the mystery. The mystery is the hope of glory is inside of you becoming one with you. First Timothy, the third chapter, we're going to pretty much close here. First Timothy, the third chapter, verse number 16, it says, great is the mystery of godliness. Oh my. So here's, here's what the mystery succinctly is. God was manifested in the flesh. Okay, and that's John, you know, it says the word became flesh, remember, and then justified in the spirit. So when he was born, the, uh, you know, that we, I can read it, but Matthew, the third chapter, 16 verse, seen by angels. So justified in the spirit. Let me go run over there. Matthew, the third chapter, verse number 16. That could be when uh, the Holy Spirit came over her, okay, Matthew, third chapter, verse 16. 
Oh, okay. So when Jesus was baptized, right, when he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water and behold, the heavens were open to him and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So he was justified in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up in glory. Father God, touch us today. Change our hearts, our minds, our souls. Allow us, Lord God, to escape to you by living in the mystery that you designed. In Jesus' name we pray. Bless those who have heard this word today and let it penetrate their hearts and their inner men so that they can receive and become a part of the elect, the beloved. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You've been listening to Escape to Heaven, Servant Marcia, Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ. I can't wait to see you next week. God bless you. Stay in the mystery because you can do it. Amen. Bye.